What up, what up, Fantasy Football Hustler, back at you. We got another start sit video. This one is for the running backs and the wide receivers. This is for week seven. As we get to about mid-season, let's remember there is so much going on with injuries that my answers and my outlooks could change on this. So it is early on Wednesday. We got three days worth of practice reports, so make sure you don't just watch this video only from me. Make sure you are coming back to the live streams. Make sure you are coming back to the Q&As as well so you can get specific answers for your team. Let's get down to biz. Thursday night football, Cardinals versus the Saints. For the Saints, you're going to start Kamara. There's a lot of injuries over there, but he seems like he's good to go as of right now. We don't know about the quarterback situation, though. Wide receiver situation is just as bad as the quarterback situation. But one thing we do know for the Saints is Chris Olave is playing. So assuming it's Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton, I'm firing him up. I'd be hella nervous about firing him up with Taysom, though, because Taysom don't go down the field. So it all depends on who the quarterback is. Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas are going to be out. Traquan Smith and Marquez Calloway. I mean, if I'm going to play either one of them, I guess it's Traquan Smith. But if it's Taysom Hill, who's that QB? I really don't want to start any of them. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be just a ground and pound game for him and Kamara. Let's jump over to the Cardinals. We don't know 100% about James Conner or about Double Barrel Daryl. One thing I do know is Eno is not that boy. And I really don't want to start him like at all. You have to be like super, super desperate and a really deep flex. Let's leave him on the bench. For the wide receivers, we know DeAndre Hopkins is finally making his debut after the whole PED situation. Hollywood Brown got hurt and he is out for a handful of weeks. So that does mean good things for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to start him. I am a little bit nervous, though. I'm not going to start him over guys who I think are solidified wide receiver twos because just because there's going to be volume out there doesn't mean that it's going to be amazing volume. He gets a touchdown. That's really all that matters. Rondell Moore out there as well. I want to mess with Rondell Moore in this game. I kind of just want to avoid these Thursday games altogether. There's just been a lot of trash being thrown around on the field on Thursdays. Enough with Thursdays. Let's hop over to Sunday. First game on the slate. We got the Ravens versus the Browns. Start with the Browns. We're going to start Nick Chubb, of course. Kareem Hunt is more of like a flex play. I feel like they are going to need to get him involved versus the Ravens. And I will play Amari Cooper. I got to do it. He's getting way too much volume over there. The Ravens secondary is really trash. And if you're in a super, super deep league, be Donovan Peoples-Jones, you could get in the mix. I don't want to play him in like a 12-man or any kind of shallow league, just one flex. If you play with multiple flexes, I understand. A really deep league, I would consider getting him out there because the Ravens' secondary, it's in shambles. It really is. Now on the Ravens' side of things, one thing that is tough here is they've had J.K. Dobbins on the pitch count for a couple weeks. Kenyon Drake did his thing last week, but most of it came all on one play. The Browns, they give up a ton of points to the running backs. They give up the booty to the running backs. So I feel like you got to get someone involved here. And I really feel like, like it's going to be JK Dobbins who we want to fire up here. I personally don't have him anywhere, so I don't have to make the choice about that. I know one thing last week though, they were super nervous about the turf in New York. 
that's been the turf that is like the ACL like destroyer. And they said his knee kind of tightened up on him a little bit. So they just kind of played it safe. Coming back home, though, I think he might be good to go. But this is something we got to monitor, like, all week. We got to hear what the coaches are saying about him in practice. But as of right now, I definitely want to pick up Kenyon Drake. But I think this is going to be a J.K. Dobbins day. As of Wednesday, very, very early, like I said, my answers could change over the course of the week. For the wide receivers, hopefully Rashad Bateman is close to coming back because they just have no weapons over there besides Mark Andrews. They did sign Deshaun Jackson, and he cleared the physical, so he is going to be suiting up with the Ravens, I believe, this Sunday. But we're not going to play him or anything like right out of the gates, even though the Browns are really suspect against outside wide receivers. Literally just came in off the street. You know, he's been a superstar in the past, but he's 35 years old. I don't know if he has the burners that he used to have, but the Ravens have no weapons over there, so they need him badly. But even if he plays this week, I'm not playing him. I want to see it for at least one week. Let's jump over to the Panthers versus the Buccaneers. Oh, man, this is going to be an ugly game. For the Panthers, we're starting CMC. Matchup doesn't even matter. They've been getting him involved the way that they should be getting CMC involved over the last three weeks. So CMC is back to a set it and forget it. Don't even ask those questions on the live stream because it's always CMC starting as of now. He's been getting the targets. It's what we love. The wide receivers, though, I'm not messing with anybody over there. Not messing with DJ Moore. They got rid of Robbie Anderson. Just don't even mess with anything on the Panthers other than CMC. Now for the Bucks. Lenny, oh man, Leonard Foreskin for net. He's been killing it over there. Of course, you got to get him involved. The line is so bad that Tom just has to dump it off to Lenny a bunch and PPR gold he has been for the wide receivers. You got to play Chris Godwin. You got to play Mike Evans. Even though it was ugly last week, the Panthers are in shambles, especially in the secondary. So let's go ahead and let's fire them up. But nobody else does. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and that's it over there for the pass catchers. Let's mosey on down the road to the Bengals and the Falcons. For the Bengals, you're playing Joe Mixon. Let's get it rolling. We got to monitor Higgins, but if he plays, you got to play him. You got to play Chase. Tyler Boyd, he's fringe flex in most leagues. If you're in a 12-team league, he's definitely flex worthy. He's been getting enough work to just hang around the top 36 wide receivers on a week-to-week basis, and that's what we love, man. He's always been that guy. For the Falcons, it's hard to play anyone over there other than Marcus Mariota, and you're hoping that he just puts the team on his back because I'm not playing either one of these running backs. Not playing Algier, not playing Huntley. Nope, not going to do it. For the wide receivers, it's hard to play these guys too. Drake London, maybe kind of have to be desperate. They really haven't been doing much over there. It's all Kyle Pitts last week, and there could be weeks where it's just all Kyle Pitts and nothing goes around to anyone because they don't throw it around the yard a lot. So, Drake London, I'm going to say sit down unless you are very, very desperate this week. Cowboys versus the Lions. This screams Thanksgiving in October. For the Cowboys, I think I'll start Zeke. Lions, I mean, they're giving up a bunch of points to the running backs here. I think I'll start Pollard as well. If they're smart, they're going to be running the ball to keep it away from the Lions because Lions score a bunch of points. Dak potentially could be back. And sucks for CD because CD doesn't really do the best with Dak. And CD is going to be going up against Jeff Okuda. So I'm going to lean on the side. If it's Dak, I'm going to lean on the side of sitting. 
CD Lamb. Cooper Rush, he would just be dumb enough to just keep throwing it at CD. And that's really what we want. We want that crazy, dumb volume going to CD. Doesn't even matter how great the targets are. Just get him the volume. Dak doesn't do that, though. That's one of the things that sucks about him. So CD is contingent on Cooper Rush being the guy because the Jeff Okuda matchup, I don't know if Dak's going to force feed it to him. Like that's the thing. Jeff Okuda, one of the best cover cornerbacks in the league right now, shut down guys like Justin Jefferson already. I'm not playing any other pass catchers for the Cowboys. Maybe Michael Gallup once Dak gets back and shows they have a little bit of rapport again. So if you've been holding Gallup, don't drop him now that Dak's coming back. For the Lions, Swift, we assume is going to be coming back. We don't know 100% yet because it's very early on Wednesday. The whole plan was for him to sit a couple weeks to be ready after their bye week. And what do you know? It's after their bye week, so he should be coming back. I think I would still play Jamal Williams in a flex role, though, because even when Swift was healthy in week one, Jamal Williams, he's getting those red zone looks, and that's really what it's all about. In week one, when both guys play, Jamal Williams was the one who had two red zone carries for two touchdowns. For the wide receivers over here, let's get Amon Rock up and going, okay? They've had him on the bench for a little bit. They've had the bye week now. I think he is going to be good to go for this week. And Amon Rock goes, we're getting him in there. Nobody else, though. TJ Chark has been a disappointment. And Josh Reynolds, a little bit hit or miss. And it's mostly miss when Amon Ra's there. Next game on the slate, Jaguars versus the Giants. Ugh, this is going to be ugly. Jags running backs. I'm going to sit ETN. I'm going to play James Robinson. I think if anyone is going to do work against the Giants, it's going to be James Robinson. So kind of use him as more of a change of pace back. And the Giants, they've just been super tough against running backs. For the wide receivers on the Jags, the only one I'm playing is Kirk. I'm not messing with anybody else over there. Now on the Giants side of things, of course you're rolling Saquon. Nobody else in the run game. And Wandale Robinson, I think that he's good enough to get rolled out there on a week-to-week basis just because there is nobody else out there, and at least it's this regime that drafted him. So Wandale Robinson, go ahead and get him out there, but nobody else, nobody else at all. Let's move over to the Commanders versus the Packers, and oh, man, this is going to be ugly. Got Taylor Heineke. As the starter, oh man, this is going to be ugly. Let me just reiterate that again. For the commanders, I'll say start Brian Robinson. Go ahead and get him up there with all the buys that we got. You probably got to get him out there at least in a flex role if you got him on your squad. Because I know there's multiple leagues where I've got like five, six guys on by and Brian Robinson just right into the flex role. For the wide receivers, I do not want to play anybody in this game. Just wait. And we'll see what happens with the pass catchers over here. I think that Gibson might be getting a little bit of the pass work as well. So I'm going to say Gibson is more of a fringe flex start than any of the pass catching backs over there. One of the first things that we heard last week after the game is how they want to get Gibson more involved because Gibson was way more efficient than Brian Robinson was. Brian Robinson got all the work. Gibson looked way better, though, with his limited amount of touches. And then J.K. Dobbins, nah, we're not we're not playing him over there. But just to reiterate, I don't want to play Scary Terry. He's probably going to be up against Jair Alexander. I don't want to play Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is pretty much droppable now. Like, maybe you wait after this game to see how they use him with Taylor Heineke. But Wentz is going to be out, I believe they said, about four to six weeks. So either way, this is going to be the Heineke experiment for the next month. 
then on the Packers side of things, you got to get Aaron Jones going. Even if he has off games, you got to get him going. I'm going to say let's get A.J. Dillon going as well. He hasn't really been the best. He's more of a flex play and more of a deeper flex play. And as far as the wide receivers go for the Packers, Alan Lazard, man, is all Alan Lazard as of right now. Randall Cobb got hurt. Dubs didn't really get involved last week. You got to see what's up with Christian Watson, if he's even going to come back and play this week. Packers are all in shambles. Let's move over to the Titans versus the Colts. So for the Titans, of course, you're playing Derrick Henry. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. I think you still got to get Robert Woods out there as well, but I'm not playing anybody else from the Titans. We'll roll Derrick Henry and Robert Woods. And then for the Colts, we don't know what the heck is going on with JT. It is still early Wednesday mornings. We have zero practice reports for the week. Deion Jackson also banged up. So for the Colts run game, you guys just got to tap in on our new show that happens Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. West Coast time, 4 p.m. Eastern. Because as of right now, I mean, I'd say whoever plays at running back, just go ahead and play them. We just don't know who it's going to be as of right now. I think JT misses another week. And I don't know the severity of Deion Jackson's injury, so we got to see if he even practices. He gets in at least a limited practice on Wednesday. Makes me feel way better about him playing this week. And then for the wide receivers, for the Colts, let's go ahead and get Pittman out there. And I think we got to get Alec Pierce out there. I think that he is a smash play as a flex. And we might be at a point where we don't recommend that he sits. Because when the Colts can't get the run game going, they start throwing it. Alec Pierce never leaves the field. And Matt Ryan's just been looking for him. That's the kind of connection that we want. That's it for the early slate of games. Now we got four games in the afternoon slate. Start off with the Raiders and the Texans. Oh, man, this is going to be ugly. But you know who's going to be balling out there? Josh Jacobs. Let's go ahead and lock and load him. And, of course, you're going to play Devontae Adams, even though he hasn't been living up to expectations. Still getting touchdowns. He's probably not going to get suspended this year because they're probably going to keep pushing back his court case until after the season. So anyone who's nervous about Devontae Adams getting suspended, it's probably not happening this season. So don't go selling him off for nothing. I'm not playing anyone else on the Raiders. Hunter Renfro is back, so maybe in a super deep flex. But, yeah, if you guys are still rostering Matt Collins, just get him off your lineup already. For the Texans, let's get Damian Pierce going. Damian Pierce, with all the running back injuries out there, he's pretty much a set-it-and-forget-it starter as a flex, if nothing else. Get him in your lineups. It's going to be volume. It's going to be ugly volume, but he's talented. We want those points. Let's lock and load him. Brandon Cooks has been someone who's been a little bit hit or miss, but after the bye, I'm going to say Brandon Cooks should at least be a flex play this week. Let's get him rocking and rolling versus the Raiders, but I'm not playing anybody else for the Texans. Now how about the Broncos and those goddamn Jets? Screw the Broncos. Let's start with the Jets first. Brees Hall, it's a horrible matchup. It is a horrible matchup, but we're locking and loading him. I don't think we could sit Brees Hall anymore, not with the amount of work that he's going to get over there. For the wide receivers, though, I'm just going to say sit everybody down, man. Like, Patrick Sertan is a boy. He's going to shut everybody down over there, no matter who he covers. And it's really been a crapshoot over there as well. So I don't want to play any Jets wide receivers this week. 
If you have to play one, I mean, I guess Corey Davis, but I don't want to play any of them. Then on the Broncos side of things, Melvin Gordon might be done for the Broncos. How come in a smash week, he only gets a handful of touches? I don't want to start Latavius Murray in this game, but seems like he might be the way to go. I don't want to start any of the Broncos running backs here. Last week versus the Chargers messed up my head with these Broncos. I thought that it was going to be Melvin Gordon, and nope, it is not. Latavius Murray is not that dope either. Just because he got all the volume, it was a whack game. Here's the thing that's tough for the Broncos wide receivers as well. They're going to be going up against Sauce Garner. He's been holding people down. I'm going to stay start Sutton and like Judy's kind of like a flex, but I'm super nervous about those guys. If I personally roster them, I'm trying to sit them down. I'm doing everything that I can to sit them down. Might be hard in the bye week though, because I don't want to play some scrub over Cortland Sutton, but I don't know how good he's going to do versus the Jets. Russell Wilson's day-to-day, Greg Dolchich, coaching staff and front office all over his nuts, and they were feeding him this past week, at least with a pass that went for a touchdown where he was wide open and a red zone pass later in the game. Russ ain't riding out there. Broncos, a little bit nervous about him. How about the 49ers versus the Chiefs? 49ers defense in complete shambles right now. But as far as the offense go, Jeff Wilson Jr., let's lock him and load him. Debo, let's lock him and load him. Ayuk, definitely flex at minimum versus the Chiefs. They're going to have to throw it. And because of their defense, definitely going to be in just move the ball down the field mode. It's got to be. Chiefs scored the most points in the league. So I know 49ers are going to know that. And with all their injuries on defense, probably not going to be able to slow them down too easily. Chiefs side of things. I don't know if I want to play Clyde. I'm super nervous. I'm going to say more of like a flex role. You could get him in there. 49ers are a really, really horrible matchup for the running backs. Clyde better just hope that because they are really beat up that he could do a little bit more than usual. He could do a little bit more than he has in the last week or two. And then for the Chiefs wide receivers, it's probably one of the only ways you're going to be able to beat these guys. I'm going to say Juju. Go ahead and fire him up. And I'm also going to say Mecole Hardman. More of a deep flex play. But I think versus the 49ers, one of the ways that you attack them is with the exterior wide receivers, not the interior. Interior is going to be a guy like Juju. So I think Hardman, this is going to be one of those sneaky plays for him. All right. Last game on the afternoon slate, the Chargers going up against the Seahawks. Let's start Austin Eckler. Keenan Allen probably not going to play. They have their bye week next week. I'm just assuming that Keenan Allen is not going to play this week, that they'll wait and bring him back after the bye. Start Mike Williams, even though he kind of killed you last week. Seahawks do have good cornerbacks, but not as good as Patrick Sertan, I'll tell you that much. And I'm also going to start Josh Palmer as well, assuming that Keenan Allen doesn't play. Let's get this money, Palmer. Now, moving over to the Seahawks, it's going to be a good Ken Walker game. You lock and load Ken Walker versus the Chargers. And then for the wide receivers, Let's get Lockett in there. Let's get DK in there. The Chargers defense has really been in shambles over the last couple weeks. JC Jackson came out there and played, and they sat him down. I don't know if he re-aggravated something or if he was just doing that bad that they just sat him down. But I think this week for the Chargers and the Seahawks should bring a lot more points than last week versus the Broncos and the Chargers. All right. We made it through the early slate of games, and... 
We've been waiting all day, folks. Sunday night, Dolphins versus the Steelers. Tua is coming back. Raheem Mostert, I'll get him out there. I don't want to play Chase Edmonds. He's been way too fluky. I kind of don't want to play Mostert either. It really just depends on your option during this crazy bye week. Wide receivers, you got to start Hill. One thing that I did see, even though it's super early on Wednesday, is that the coach does expect Waddle to get out there and play. So assuming Waddle plays, I'm getting him out there. I'm locking him in. For the Steelers, I will start Najee. With all these running backs that are on by and all the injuries, I find it hard to believe that you have three better running backs than Najee. So we're just going to lock him and load him. He is going to be a lot better with Kenny Pickett. And Kenny Pickett might not play this week due to the concussion. One thing that is encouraging about Najee is how they said that they removed that steel plate from his shoe. So he needed that for a certain amount of time. Uh, He's getting a little bit better, and I like it. We saw him get a reception for a touchdown. He can string together some more of those. I think he's going to get back to the Najee that we know and love. With Trubusky, I guess I'll start Deontay Johnson. I mean, that's probably about it. I mean, Chase Claypool was the one who really flashed last week, but do I want to chase that? Not really. I don't want to start either one of these guys with Mitch Trubisky out there because he's been such a bum. But if I got to pick one, I'll pick Deontay Johnson. Deeper flex league, get Claypool out there. Claypool's on waivers right now, so you might even be able to go pick him up. All right. We made it through all the games except one. Monday night football, Patriots versus the Bears. Oh, yeah, this one has slobber knocker written all over it. We don't know if Mac Jones is going to play. If Zappy plays, way better for Jacoby Myers, tell you that much. But Bears, they are giving up the booty to the running backs. So I'm starting Ramondre Stevenson. Even if Damian Harris does make it back, I'm still rolling the Rahamador. And I really only want to play Jacoby Myers if Zappy is the QB. Outside of that, probably just going to not play any of these wide receivers. And it sucks because since they're the Monday game, we're probably not going to know about Mac Jones until like Sunday sometime. Then for the Bears, I'll play David Montgomery. Really just because with all these bye weeks out there, I find it hard to believe that you're going to be able to sit him down if you have him on even a 10 or 12 team league. Not the best matchup versus the Patriots, so that is for sure. But still enough confidence in the volume that he gets in the way that they've been using him over the last couple weeks. Now for the wide receivers, though, I don't think Fields and Mooney and them, I don't think they're going to do what they did last week. I'm just going to say sit them all down. I don't think too many Monday night miracles are coming with the Patriots and the Bears playing on Monday, so I'd rather not leave my chips on this Monday night game. We made it all the way to the end of the video. You guys are awesome if you stayed here throughout the whole thing. Make sure you leave a comment. If you watch 100% of the video, throw a 100 emoji in the comments. I like knowing people are here and they're repping the hustler. Oh, yeah, we're getting these dubs. Don't forget, we got the Joe Mixon signed jersey raffle going down in a little less than two weeks. Raffle is going down on Halloween. Multiple ways that you can join. The easiest one is going to 420crew.org. You can sign up for as little as $5. For every dollar of your membership, you get one entry into the raffle. So if you sign up on the $5 tier, five entries, boom. Make sure you're coming on the live streams because we're always doing promos where if you give super chats or, you know, if there's a product or something that we're pushing, you get something of the product, you're just going to get an insane amount of entries. So you got to be on those live streams because those are really just on the fly, 
off the top of the head just how we're feeling in that day. So make sure you guys are tapping in to the live streams as well. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you for fantasy news today. You guys got to be there Monday through Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. East Coast time, especially Wednesday through Friday, because that's when all the practice reports are coming out. So we're giving you lots of insight on who's probably going to start, who's probably going to sit. We're helping you read through the coaching speak. We got you. Make sure you come support us. 420crew.org. Peace out. We'll see you there. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Okay, let's go smoke that joint.